Storehouse Dallas. Man, wasn't that amazing worship? Thank you, Matthew. I got to tell you, um, the Lord's just been convicting me more and more about um, what church is in his eyes. You know, we've got an idea about it in the Western hemisphere about what church should be. Um, and it got a lot of lights, got a lot of video, got a lot of, you know, um, showmanship. And uh, when we were designing this building, I, I really wanted to put, like, this whole, like, video thing so that during worship, you know, we could have these big uh, videos showing. And... Uh, I thought, oh, man, that's going to be so cool. And so I had the guy out, and he's looking at it, and he, he's giving me a quote and everything. And, um, and as I'm standing there with him and he's talking about it, the Holy Spirit said to me, what are you doing? And I said, well, you know, I thought this would be amazing. You know, it would just really add to the worship experience, and he said, my people don't need any help. He said, I, I'm not looking to entertain them. I'm looking to encounter them. And he said, the less is more. And the simplicity of the gospel of Jesus Christ is enough. Amen? And so I think that we really got to witness that this morning. Just the simplicity of the gospel of Jesus Christ with, with, with worshiping with priests who have given themselves to the place of, 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 of the word and encountering the word and praying all week long going, God, what do, we, what, do you have for, what do you have for us, God? How can we eat from your table today? Not just here in the word, but God, how can we eat from your table through worship? So that we can be changed and look more like you. Amen? Um, hey, Jeff, come up and introduce your pastors. I just want to honor them. Um, we have some guests from um, Africa, Malawi. Come on up. So this is Bishop. Is that the right title? Bishop? Evangelist. McMore Salima and Promise Salima. They are... Uh, over 10 different churches, is that right, in, in Malawi, um, and they just came to, to visit with us today. Okay, so here's what I want you to do. I want those of you in the house, that, which should be all of you, that hear from the Lord, I want you to get a word for them, and, um, and I want you to give it to them before they leave today, because um, we're a house that imparts and we just want to impart a blessing to y'all so extend your hands so father i thank you lord um for this couple god i thank you for how you've created them i thank you lord that um that you showed me um that they are planters and um and he said you know he reminded me of like planters peanuts but he said you don't plant peanuts 
because what you're going to do is so much greater than that. And he said that 10 churches is, you're so thankful for it. And he's heard your thankfulness and he's heard all of the ways that you've said yes to him. But he said, get ready because um, this is just the small thing. Don't despise the day of small beginnings. There's more, there's more. And he said, I've seen you've been faithful with a little. And so I'm increasing you that even this year, you're going to see more and more of these pastors beginning to come to you to be trained by you to begin to take out the gospel into your area. And so, Father, I just I just thank you and I bless you now in Jesus' name and to carry the anointing and the fire of God everywhere you go. I thank you, God, that sand will melt under their feet because of the fire of God in them, God. And I just bless you in Jesus' name. Thank you for coming. What an honor to have you here. All right. So don't forget, word of the Lord. All right. So uh, let's just quickly review. I've been talking to you about kingdom wealth. And kingdom wealth is not always about money. Kingdom wealth is about um, a lifestyle where you get a hundredfold return um, on the kingdom. Uh, Oh, I have a word for the... Okay. Right here next to you. What's your name? Blonde hair, glasses on your head. Cammy. So I saw you um, and I saw a target on you. Like there's a bullseye on you and it's from the Holy Spirit. And I heard the Lord say, I'm not going to leave you where you are. And, and there's been a wrestling in your heart about some things having to do with the Lord. And the Lord said, I'm going to show myself strong on your behalf. I'm going to make myself the desire of your heart. And, and I see like an, like that, that word acceleration. I see that word coming to your life. I see such an acceleration coming to you. And I see like, there's a holy unsatisfaction that's happening in your heart. And the Lord said, I'm going to fill that. And you can trust me to lead you for I am more able to lead you than you are to follow me. And so I just want to leave you with that. Amen. All right. Um, so the kingdom, again, let's review. The kingdom is built through seeds. The word said, the Bible says that seeds are words and seeds are money. Second uh, Corinthians nine ten in the ESV, he he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seeds for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness, which means your right way of living. Um, so that's what he says about money. And then he goes in in Mark 4, and I'm not going to hit Mark 4. We're going to talk about that next week. But it says that the seed is the word. Um, so the kingdom system is run on the word of God. So I want you to think about it like this. Okay, so God came, and what did he do? He created everything. He said, okay, I'm going to create everything. I'm going to speak it into existence because my word works, and so I'm going to create everything. So what he did is he went and he, he, he created all of creation, the whole universe, all of creation, and he made it. One, two, three, four, five, six days, right? What did he do? Was he working? No, he was speaking. So he was speaking everything into existence. Beautiful thing. And so it's like he created his hardware, right? So it's like a software program. It's like a computer system, okay? So what he did, and think of it in terms of that, because we can understand that, because we all use them 24-7, right? 
If I'm not working, I'm on Facebook. If I'm not on Facebook, I'm on Twitter. If I'm not on Twitter, I'm watching Fox News. How many of you are there, right? So anyway, um, so, so, so he developed the hardware to put the software. And the software that he put in was a system that the hardware, that works within the hardware. You're the hardware. You're his creation. You're his temple. And so what he said, he said, I'm, gonna, I'm going to... Um, develop, I'm the developer, and the software is I'm going to, is the sowing and the reaping. And you're going to type in words to put into the system of sowing and reaping, and it's going to, what, give you what it is you put in. It's kind of like Google. You're going to do a Google search. Da, 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 da. You put in the words. What happens? You push send, and all of a sudden, you're going to get something back. It's kind of the same thing with sowing and reaping. So I'm going to sow the word. The problem is that we don't know how to sow the word. Because what we do is we look at this Bible, this precious word of God, and we think to ourselves, if we still see Christianity as a religion, instead of the new man and the new woman, carrying the spirit of the living God on the inside of us, what we do is we see this and we think, this is stories. These are stories. And these stories have within them principles, right? This is all true. So we can trust the principles. This word also has in it, here's what you do and here's what you don't do. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't look at pornography. Why? Because the Bible tells you not to. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't, um, be in adultery. Why? Because the Bible tells you not to. But we can't end there because he actually gave us the word for our success, for our acceleration, for the multiplication of the kingdom. So we're actually supposed to use this for something other than story time. We're supposed to use this for something other than right or wrong. And so the sons are actually supposed to become one with this. We're supposed to be grafted into him. I am in him. He is in me. Well, I mean, what is that supposed to look like? We think it's the Holy Spirit, which is right. But guys, Jesus died on the cross so that his word could be available to us so we could wield his word and live according to the word of God, not just according to the word of God, but that we would learn how to live in the kingdom and we advance the kingdom and advance our lives through his word. He said the least in the kingdom is greater than John the Baptist, and John the Baptist was the greatest prophet, meaning that Christ, the anointing word that lives on the inside of us, you are the living temple housing the living word. It's Christ, the word Christ, it didn't say Jesus lives on the inside of us. It says that Christ lives on the inside of us. Christ means the anointed one. It was his title, the one who had been the, Oil had been poured over his head, the oily one, the one whose word shook the nations, lives on the inside of us. So what happens? Man, watch out. When I get the word, and I get the word, and the word gets in me, and I get in the word, what happens? 
the anointing comes flying out of my mouth and I shake the nations. This is what he's after. Sons and daughters who know how to use the word of God to begin to take authority, take dominion so that nothing can stand against us. He is not looking for a church that, that are people that go to church on Sundays and that's their experience of Christianity. Oh, our, our, our religion is better than all of the others because of X, Y, and Z. Give me a break. This isn't a religion. This is a way of life. We are the sons and daughters of God who shine with the living God on the inside of us. So, the good news and the bad news is, when you get born again, you get born again on a battlefield. And so God is raising up an army in this hour. And this morning, oh, man, I felt that so strong. I don't know about, about y'all, but I was travailing. Whew. It was good. And so there is, a, there is this burning that God is wanting from us. And our goal is on this battlefield to destroy the enemy. And I, but why destroy the enemy? Because he needs to move out of my way. Because I have things to do. I have places to go. And I have to be about my father's business. And so I have got to get, and I want to I wanna talk to you about that this morning. In order to occupy the territory, the territory is already occupied. We are in the playground of the enemy. But have no fear, says the Lord, for I am with you. I am in you. The one that lives in you is more powerful than the one who thinks he can ta take authority over you. Have you ever seen some of these guys that are, that are in Iraq and Afghanistan? What did they do? Man, these guys are bench pressing all this weight. They're working out all the time. They are ready for battle. They are ready in season and out. They have been trained. Their minds have been trained. Their bodies have been trained. They understand what the play is. I have a son that plays football. He understands what the play is. When the coach says, here's the play, and he's up there making all these weird signs. I'm telling you, he was doing this the other night, and I'm like, what in the world? That man needs to just pick a number. Play number five. <laughs> Let a woman be in charge, right? <laughs> anyway, uh, where was I? Be ready in season and out is what I mean. That we would understand who we are, that we are not these orphans who get swept away by every single emotion that we have, thinking that emotions are in charge. Since when were your emotions ever right? I don't know about you, but I always felt something. Oh, I feel this. And I mean, it. a lot of times before I started to get my mind renewed, I began to think, uh, uh, I feel this way, therefore it must be true. Well, it was going through a filter of rejection and trauma and betrayal and hurt and pain. And so therefore, guess what? 
that emotion was lying to me. I'll get there in a minute. All right, so I got numbers for you because I know you like that. And I know Aaron Richardson does. So I numbered this. Let's see how many numbers I have. Woo. All right, let's start with, I have, Aaron, are you ready? I have three, I have four. Okay, I have four things that I want to talk to you about before I get to a new number system, okay? So number one. I have like five different things that I numbered. Oh, goodness, 23 minutes. I've been talking already. Okay, you guys pray for me. So, number one, we use the word of God in these four ways. Number one, we have to repent. Repenting doesn't mean, oh, God, I'm sorry I sinned. You know, he's like, I don't, I, I, what I need is I need you to change your mind. I need you to change your mind because the system of heaven operates differently than the system of the earth. And so the two are not the same. And so we got to get out of the system of the earth and we have to get into the system of heaven. The kingdom of heaven doesn't function with the wisdom of man. I know that's really bad news for some men in this room and women in this room because we're like, well, What? I thought that what I was doing was good. And, and I'll tell you something. I really encourage you to listen last week because I talked about the tree of the knowledge of good. See, the thing is, is that the enemy will stumble, cause you to stumble because he will have you doing something that's good when, when God has something higher for you. And so God is saying, what I did it with you last season, I may have been saying to you, here's the way I want you to get out of debt. I want you to do that Dave Ramsey envelope system. How many of you have done that? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the Lord told us to do our Dave Ramsey thing, and I was like, God, oh, I think I'm manifesting. <laughs> so that went on for like a year. Praise the Lord. We got out of debt. And then, but the Lord showed up in several seasons further down the line, and he's like, okay, I'm going to pay off your mortgage. So... Are, are we to go, oh, okay, let's get on the Dave Ramsey plan. Let's go back to the Dave Ramsey plan. And we're just going to, we're going to do that. Because that's a plan that works. And it was a great plan. Loved it. Not really. I hated it. I love you, Dave Ramsey. God bless you. And those envelopes. But the Lord was saying, I want you to sow this money. And it was tens of thousands of dollars. What? I'm trying to get out of that. <laughs> what? That's kind of like driving down the highway backwards, right? But God's ways are not our ways. Guys, I'm telling you, if you ever want to, if you think God is a God who does the same thing all the time, I got bad news. He doesn't. Never, because he's looking for people of faith. He's looking to grow you up in faith so that you'll trust him for the things that he's calling you to do. So when he extends your tent peg, you're like, hallelujah. No, don't say hallelujah, because that means he's about to stretch all of the leather on your skin and make more room for his presence. All right. So, we need to be eating of the tree of life and not the knowledge of good. 
Paul told the Corinthians this. He said, don't build another foundation on the foundation that Christ laid. If you build with kingdom ways, which are precious stones, then you will prosper. But if you try to build with wood, hay, and stubble, then it will be burned up. In 1 Corinthians 3, 18 through 20, and this is so hard. Look, it's so hard. Everything Jesus says, everything that the gospel says is so hard. Let no one deceive himself. If anyone among you seems to be wise in this age, let him become a fool that he may become wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. For it is written, he catches the wise in their own craftiness. And again, the Lord knows the thoughts of the wise. Did I miss one? That they are futile. So, what? are you saying, God? He's saying, listen, you cannot build. I will not let you build according to your strength or your might. And every time you try to take control, watch out because things are not going to go the way that you think they will. And I can tell you from personal experience, The minute I take control, all of a sudden, I start losing. All right, number two. Do you like that? Number two. We have to renew our minds. The strength of our mind is for battle. Since we don't wrestle with flesh and blood, the battle takes place first in the mind and then in the spirit. Our minds have to be trained by the word so that we are fully convinced of what God is saying. All right, so the word is anointed, and what the word does is when we get the word in our minds, what happens is that the word will actually spot the enemy's words. And so it's a battle of the word. Remember, in the garden, God said, now I'm going to put enmity between your seed and her seed, which is the word of God. And so there's a battle going on with the seeds, what the enemy is speaking to you, and then what God is speaking to you. So you've got the word of the Lord, and you're going in, and you've got the word of the Lord, and all of a sudden, everything in the natural doesn't look according to what God said. Well, what do you do? Well, the enemy then is going to come in, and he's going to start talking to you so that he can get you into fear and take away your peace. But if you have a renewed mind, the minute that counterfeit shows up and starts wagging his ugly tongue, you will take the sword of the Lord and cut it out of his mouth. Intense. So uh, the the stronghold are are uh, the what how the enemy uh, doesn't play fair, but he play he here's how he plays with wrong emotions, accusations, lies, deceptions, and all of these things are sprinkled with just a little bit of truth so that you'll buy it. And you think, oh, well, it's about me. Of course, it's about me. No, 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 it's not. Every one of those words will try to rise up over the word of God. And take authority over the word of God. But we are the ones that have the power and authority. We are the ones with the living word on the inside of us. And we've got to start getting that out of our mouth. So we can bring down everything that rises up against the promises of God. 
Romans 4.20 said this, Abraham, he did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith and giving glory to God. Um, Number three, we're to build with words. So we are to advance and to build what God has given us to build with his words. All right. This, I'm telling you, if you can get a handle on this, this is a game changer for everyone in this room. This is a game changer for everyone that is watching this online. This will absolutely change your life. And this is the reason that Jesus died on the cross to get his word back into his people so his people could begin to advance and take the kingdoms of this earth and make them the kingdoms of our God. So in Psalm 119, uh, verse 105, uh, he said that your word is a light to my path. In Psalm 119, uh, verse 133, direct my steps by your word and let no in- iniquity have dominion over me. Acts 20, 32, so now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all of those who are sanctified. The word of God will absolutely establish your future. A lot of times what we do is we try to get strategy, and we look in the marketplace and we say, okay, this is how I build my kingdom. You know, and I love the song that was sung this morning. This is how I fight my battles. Um, I think I'm surrounded, but I'm actually surrounded by you. So the thing is, is that the way that we build is we build and we establish through his word so that it will open the doors that were needing to be opened. Because we already know what we are called to do because God already said what we are called to do. Those that have an ear to hear, listen what the Spirit is saying, because he's still talking. And so it's like, I got the word. I know where I'm supposed to go. Now, how do I pave the way? He said, my word is a light to your path. That means as I'm walking, I have to walk on the word first before the doors to to the provision and the favor and everything will open. The word establishes and builds your future. This is how we co-create with God to create your future. Mallory. Mallory is called to worship in the nations. Well, she doesn't have that word on her lips, declaring it out and beginning to establish the direction that she's supposed to go. Guess what's going to happen? That word will sit there. And God is, here's what I want to tell you. We think if we go and pray that God's going to answer our prayers. Isn't that right? We've been programmed to think that prayer is begging God for what we need. But God is not in heaven saying, I'm picking winners and losers. Oh, I'm going to answer your prayer because you're actually good and you haven't been sinning. And I, I'm, I'm, going to, I'm not going to answer your prayer or your prayer because of X, Y, and Z. Guys, I'm telling you, Jesus is saying, it is done. It is finished. I already did it. I gave you my word. Now my word will make a way. All you have to do is come to me and listen for my word and then be able to use the word to clear everything out of your way. A great example, biblical example of this is when Jesus died on the cross. What was happening to to his clothes? 
Remember last week we talked about this. Well, they were, they were casting lots for his clothes. Well, how do we know that? Because the word of God tells us in Matthew 27, verse 35. After they had nailed him to the cross, the soldiers gambled for his clothes by throwing dice. Now, why did they do this? These are Roman soldiers. Why did they do that? Well, they did it because the word of God had already prophesied that they would do it. In Psalm 22:18, they divide my garments among themselves and throw dice for my clothing. Here's what happens. When you speak the word of God, why are you greater than John the Baptist? Because you have the power of the Christ living on the inside of you, which raised him from the dead. So therefore, as you speak it, so it will be. Your words that have been given to you by heaven will actually control the minds and the hearts of people. Right? How many of you are offended right now? This is the beauty and the simplicity of the gospel. Jesus said, and it happened. He spoke to the storm, and it came down. Why? Because he knew who he was, and he knew the power of the word of God. He had become one with the word. He was the word. God was the word. Holy Spirit, come on. Let's do this. Game on. You get this, and everything in your life changes. You get this, and all of that, you know, I just need breakthrough. I just need breakthrough. I just need breakthrough. Dude, you got breakthrough living on the inside of you. Stop whining and start declaring. That's a grandma spanking. I get out my spoon all the time with my kids, my grandkids. Those poor kids are dying to move out of my house. <laughs> They're like, our parents give us choices. I'm like, come here. Grandma's got a choice for you. Do you want the wooden spoon or do you want the plastic spoon? <laughs> Everybody 40 and over is like, amen. Amen. <laughs> All right, so the enemy knows this, and he tries to do the same thing with lies, deception, and manipulation and control. So what he, this is where Jezebel comes in. Oh, that old Jezzy. <sighs> So tired of her, especially in politics. I'm like, la, 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 I can't hear you. <laughs> All right, these are the weeds and the tears that are sown into the lives, to our lives, that try to choke out the word of God. The Bible says that the good seeds, the wheat, are the sons of God, and the tares are sown by the wicked ones. So, guys, we got to get real smart, and we can't fall towards this false justice movement that's happening in the earth. There is a false justice movement that's going to come against a true biblical justice, and we are the ones that need to know the difference. And we've got to know what the Word of God says, have the Word of God in us, so when the counterfeit comes, we can say, that's not God. That's not God. That's not God. Right? All right, number four. How am I doing? Number four. Aaron, am I doing good? All right, so the word of God is the sword that defends and removes the enemy out of our lives. Okay, so I want to show you this picture. Can you put that picture up? Look at this. Isn't that awesome? Dress appropriately. All right. So this should pretty much be the way we live all the time. And um, 
That's a woman, by the way. No, just kidding. <laughs> Don't you love Matthew? He always, whenever I say something that he's just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you said that. He goes, oh my lanta. <laughs> like he needs to take some because his stomach is starting to bubble up or something. I don't know. <laughs> right? Everybody that's laughing has heard it. Oh, my Lanta. <laughs> All right. So uh, go ahead and turn in your Bibles to um, Ephesians 6. Are you guys doing good? Ephesians Pastor Terry's favorite book, Book of Ephesians. I was like, can we study something else? All right, here we go. Uh, Chapter 6, verse 12. Yell when you're there. Okay. Feeling some freedom up in here. All right, here we go. Uh, chapter 12, for we do not wrestle with flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. (laughs) Sounds like Halloween. Verse 13, therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand, therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. And he says this, you know, a lot of us stop there, but he says this in verse 19, And for me, Paul, that utterance may be given to me, that utterance may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, which I am an ambassador in change, that in it I may speak boldly, Okay. Again, he's talking about a word that we're supposed to use to defeat the enemy. And so he says this, renew your mind with the helmet of salvation of the kingdom. Look, the mind of the, the your mind needs to be re- renewed with the salvation of the kingdom, not the, not, not the gospel of, of, of just salvation, but you have to understand that my eternal life started the minute that I got saved, not when I go to heaven. This is not, I'm going to get my ticket punched and then I'm going to have to live in this earth and try to survive and live just like the Gentiles or live just like everybody who doesn't know Jesus. And then I'm going to go to heaven. It doesn't work that way. I immediately get access to the word of God and my mind gets renewed. The shield of faith is being fully convinced of the word that quenches the fiery darts, which is the lies, the deceptions, the accusations of the enemy. So the shield of faith, I am 100% believing what God has spoken now, then, and to come. Because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Uh, The sword of the word, which is the word of God. 
the waist, my waist is wrapped in truth. I believe what God says and nothing else. I believe what God says. It is the truth and I hold on to it and it holds on to me. The breastplate of righteousness. My heart, your heart is supposed to be covered through functioning in the kingdom system, following his way. No hope deferment or heart sickness, guys. No. Here's where we're supposed to live. Tree of life. Desire fulfilled. What happens is we don't know how to use the word. Therefore, what happens is that we start getting sick in our hearts because we don't see the things of God coming to pass. And I'm going to explain that to you in... Four minutes and 21 seconds. I have peace because I walk in God's way. I open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery by using words to advance and defeat. So, as I said earlier, the word of God isn't just a bunch of stories. The stories in the Bible are good. I love Noah's Ark. They actually built a Noah's Ark. Where are the backs? They went to see this Noah's Ark that they built. They built it. It's in Tennessee. Where? Oh, it's in Ohio. Not even close. <laughs> okay. Google it. It's, it's, it's as long as a football field and a half. It's a, it's, a fo- it's, a, it's a football field and a half a football field. Isn't that incredible? They, they, this thing cost millions of dollars to make. I don't think it's made out of gopher wood, though, so whatever. Anyway, love these stories. The stories are important. The Word of God isn't just principles to live by. The Word of God isn't just a list of do's and don'ts. But the, living, the, the Word of God is living and active. It is creative and anointed, and it's supposed to be used. All right, so how do we use the Word of God? Ready? I have eight things to tell you. Are you ready? Drum roll. All right, number one, pray. You know that's my first. If you, I tell you what, I know what you believe if you show me your calendar and you tell me how much you're praying. I know what you believe. Do you believe the word of God or do you believe in your own strength? Because if you believe, the, if you believe what I'm telling you today, you will run to prayer because you'll realize that prayer is the place where you're actually getting advanced. Prayer is the place where you're getting accelerated. Mm-hmm. So ask God for his word that applies to your life, both the written and the prophetic. Number two, open your mouths boldly and speak it. Caroline Leaf said that the word of God creates pathways in our brains. Do you know that you have pathways in your brains? Before you came to Jesus, what happened is you had pathways in your brains that were created by your family experiences, by your elementary school experiences, by your high school experiences, and all of those created pathways in your brain. A pathway in your brain looks a lot like this tree. And so every time information comes in, anytime any words or actions come into your mind, it's going to go into a pathway It will be processed through either the old man or it's going to be processed through your renewed mind, which is the new man. Now, what happens is if we don't speak the word of God out loud, say out loud, then our minds will not get renewed. They have done studies and they, they, the studies have proven, oh, there was a huge study done in Australia 
the spoken word transforms the human mind, your spoken word over your own mind. Now, Rob can say to me, Tracy, X, Y, and Z, which is good. You know, you are this, you are this, you are this, this is good. But when I take what Rob said and I speak it out of my mouth, my mind begins to respond. And every morning when you wake up, your mind has a new root system. Did you know that? It's a new root system starts, which is why God said, you need to come to me. You need to give me your first fruits. Because if you will wake up and begin to speak the word of God over yourself, it'll take that new sprout and it'll begin to grow it. The more of these that you have, the less of the old man and the old way of thinking will begin to process what God has for you. Do you understand that? Which is why he said, my mercies are new every morning. Meaning, there's something available for you every day to speak the word of God so that you can begin to get into the will of God and the promises of God. Oh, Caroline Leaf said, uh, you should get the book, her book called um, Switch on Your Brains. Or is it Switch on Your Minds? Switch on your brains. Guys, I'm telling you, this is a game changer. This, the type of work that they're doing right now with the human mind and, and the things that they are discovering about the human mind, they thought it was just a big clump of stuff that sparked every now and then. They had no idea how it worked. But they're realizing that the spoken word is now curing Alzheimer's. It's curing ADHD. It's curing every single mental illness, including schizophrenia. Because the power of the word and understanding how to use the word is a complete game changer, even in your own mind, okay? Chris Vallotton said this uh, about a lot of, in fact, I have uh, seven, where is it? Seven ways to tell if you have a renewed mind. I, ha I printed uh, 30 of these out, so I, I, I encourage you to come get them and to read through it because it's really encouraging. He said this, Chris Felton said, your experience of reality is not always a true reality. So we, everything has to be filtered through the word of God. Uh, number three, remember it's not about sin. Declare the word and the sin, pornography, adultery, greed, gossip won't be a problem. Speaking Number four, speaking the word will renew your mind and establish truth. And everything that comes against that truth, you'll know, eh, that's counterfeit, eh, that's counterfeit. And you'll know it immediately because you've renewed your mind by the word. And I'm going to show you how to do it in just a minute. The in, number five, the enemy comes in with counterfeit words. We have to recognize them immediately as lies. And use the word to tear down the word of the enemy. Okay? Number six. If I hadn't have built with the word, then when the enemy came to test the word, I would throw a pity party and lots of drama would ensue. And, I, and, and I'd put my future on pause. A lot of this, I need, I need this, I need that, I need the other thing. How many of you, I need, I need... He said, don't pray for what you need. I already gave you what you have, and everything you have is within you. Therefore, just start speaking that out of your mouth on earth as it is in heaven and bring that down and begin to declare that, and everything else will part, and you'll keep moving. Um... A renewed mind does this. 
meditates on the things that are true and noble and believes the very best of God and his people. A renewed mind meditates on the things that are true and the things that are noble. We have to start thinking the very best of one another, and we have to start giving everybody the benefit of the doubt instead of immediately thinking the worst of each other. We're family, right? Number seven, when the impossible is delayed, your mind begins to get fearful, and the enemy says, you missed it, it's not going to happen, and God is not good. This is when you get out your sword and you take every word that tries to rise up over the word of God and you begin to stab that stinking demon right in the heart. Um, what, let me give you an example. Do you remember in, when the weather, when we went to Costa Rica on our 20th anniversary vacation and we got there and we landed and it was raining and they said, oh, it's going to rain the whole time you're here. You're in the rainy season. It rains every day from sun up until sunset, welcome to Costa Rica, and this is just the way it is always and forever and ever has been, and I'm like, yeah, that's not going to happen. Immediately, when they gave me the bad news, I knew because I had been reading the word over myself every day, and I knew who I was in Christ, therefore, I was like, eh, I'm pretty sure I'm going to change the weather. And there wasn't like any kind of like, oh, I think I'm going to try to change the weather. I hope I can change the weather. I was fully convinced that I could change the weather. There was nothing in me that thought, well, I'm just going to try. No, 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 no. I was like, no, 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 no. I know who I am because I've renewed my mind with the word of God. Therefore, everything that comes against that has to be brought down. And so I asked the Lord, can I change the weather? And he goes, yeah, go for it. So I thought, okay, let's do this. And so I just spoke to the weather. There wasn't any big like, you know. I mean, I didn't get out there and do a weather dance or anything. It was, I called some of my intercessor friends and I said, listen, the Lord said I could, could change the weather. Will you, will you agree with me over this change weather? And they go, yeah, sure, whatever, Tracy, go on your vacation. So anyway, I just said, in Jesus' name, you will not rain the entire time I'm here. Guess what? It didn't rain. Why? Because the word of God is effective and active, and it will go out and achieve everything that God said it would. So I had agreement with the Lord. I had agreement with my intercessor friends. That thing had to come down. It was so weird that even the waiter, the last day we were there, said, it's really weird. It always rains. Like, it always rains. And it's not rain. It's really weird. And then we were like, I'll pray so it'll rain again. <laughs> All right, same thing for healing, same thing for financial health. All right, I'm going to use native as, as, as an example. So I love native coffee, right? Native coffee is the best coffee in town. Native coffee is going to be the most successful craft coffee in Dallas, okay? So what happened? They got the word of the Lord that the, the Jacksons, that they're supposed to start this, this coffee shop. Well, that's crazy. What? We're not in the coffee business. Okay. The word of the Lord kept coming. It kept coming. It kept coming. And they knew that they had something. They got a tiger by the tail. I'm telling you, when you got a tiger by the tail, you got to follow that tiger. So they said, all right, will you pray with me and see if you hear what God is saying? And so we all said, we, there was agreement. 
Okay, two can set 10,000 to flight, I'm telling you. So you get that agreement, and you're like, okay, so we're just going to keep praying and just wait on the Lord, and we're going to see if we can get everything we need. And so then the Lord provided everything that they needed for the coffee shop to open, all the resources, everything. And so then the coffee shop opens. Well, you know, like anything else, when you start a new business, you know, it's a little like, you know, and you're like, oh, I don't know if this is it. I don't know if I heard the Lord. You know, things aren't going the way that I thought that they would. And when that happens, what, ha- what is happening is the word is actually getting tested. God is allowing that word to get tested because he's looking to see what you're made of. I'm, he's looking for champions. Remember, we're in the army of God. We're not a bunch of wimps. We're not a bunch of whiners. We don't go, well, I guess I got it wrong. So I guess we did it. And when you start doing that, I'm telling you what happens is everything begins to dry up. But if you go, no, this is what God said. 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 And you stinking devil, get out of my head. And you declare the word of the Lord. And you keep pressing in and saying what God said. How do you pray? You say what God said. Who are we? We're a bunch of parrots. I just repeat what I hear. That's how hard it is. I mean, really, this is not for educated people. Thank God. Oh, my Lanta. (laughs) When things start to look the opposite of the word of God, what you do is you begin to get out your sword so that you can take authority over what's happening. If you have been put on pause, I'm telling you, you need to get the word out of your mouth and into the atmosphere. So what we did is we made these books for you. This is my book. Your book is not going to look like my book, okay? But I did put some scriptures in here, and they're all in first person. Every day, I declare this word over myself, and I'm just going to give you some examples because this is how you renew your mind. It is no longer I who live, but it's Christ who lives in me. And the life which I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God. Father, thank you that I am a priest and a king in the order of Melchizedek, and I will reign on the earth. Lord, thank you for filling me with your Holy Spirit and granting me all boldness to speak your words and to be a witness with great power and great glory. Father, thank you that I will preach about the kingdom, heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out demons, and freely give. Father, thank you that I will not waver in unbelief, but I am strengthened in faith, giving you glory and being fully convinced that since you promised your word, you will perform it. Father, thank you that I have not not been given a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And finally, Father, thank you that I am not conformed to this world, but I am transformed by the renewing of my mind by your word. Guys, this is how I roll. Every day. This is what I do. I get out my sword and I begin to proclaim the word of God. And what's happening is that my mind is being strengthened and I am turning into this giant. Right? I mean, my head is like filled with God's word. So anything else that tries to come in, I'm like, eh, that's not true. Oh, you're going to lose. Have you heard that? Oh, God, this isn't going to go well. You're going to lose. Everything's going to fall apart. Nothing's going to work. This is impossible. Guys, I'm telling you, we live. If it's not impossible, it's not God. And so everything he's called you to do is going to be impossible. He's called you to build things that cost millions of dollars, but you don't have the money to do it. Isn't that awesome? 
But what do you have? You have something better than money. You've got the word of the Lord, which does what? Causes money to come in. Why? Because you keep saying, and he keeps opening doors. He keeps bringing resources. He keeps bringing people, and that's how the kingdom is worked. That's how the kingdom works. Does that sound good? All right. Second part of this. We've got some prophecies in here for storehouse. Praise the Lord. So these are some of the words we're believing for storehouse. You can join us in agreement for those. Um, And then hear your personal promises. Now, I've got promises over my personal life. I've got promises over my family and my children. I've got promises over uh, 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 John's business. Let me tell you what. John, John is making uh, five times what he used to make. Why? Did John get it? Is he a better businessman than he was before? No, he was always a great businessman. But what happened if the word of the Lord went forth, the word of the Lord, and I just kept proclaiming the word of the Lord, and exactly what I was saying came to pass. It's not that hard. We just have to believe that God's word is living and active and able to divide between soul and spirit and achieve everything that he declared. All right, so I'm going to end with this. I want you to come get these books before you go. There should be plenty. Oh, maybe not. I think I only printed 50. Sorry. There will be more coming. Um, Okay. What did I want to read? Hold on. Ephesians. Yes. What she said. Don't you love babies? She's like, I got the word of the Lord. All right, Um, Isaiah 55, this makes me so happy. Um, 55, verse 11, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It will not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please. And it shall prosper, say prosper, in the thing for which I sent it. For you shall go out with joy and be led out with peace. Now, here it is. Are you ready? The mountains and the hills shall spring forth into singing before you, and all the trees in the field will clap their hands. Think about that for a minute. Ah! I want to walk through a forest and, and God's word going out, and I want to see the trees going, oh, well done. All of creation is groaning. We've been waiting. We've been waiting for you to get the word of God. (laughs) Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It's not just for Narnia. Come on. (laughs) You know C.S. Lewis read that. Praise the Lord. All right. So come forward and get your, you don't have to do it now. Let me pray over you. I am telling you. If you will do what I'm telling you to do, it will be a game changer for your life. There are those of you in this room that have inventions. There are those of you in this room that have ministries. There are those of you in this room that have chronic illness, and you have been so burdened with illness. But I'm telling you, if you will declare the word of God over your body every day and, and, and speak it like you're taking cancer medicine, life or death, I'm telling you, you will not be sick. All right. 
So let's pray. Well, Lord, I thank you, Jesus, that you are the word of God who took away the sins of the world, that you are the word of God that was in the beginning with the Father, that you are the word of truth, and that you're faithful to finish what you've started in us, God. I thank you, Father, that your eyes are searching the earth to and fro, and you're looking for a company of people that agree with you and agree with your word. And God, we just say today, here we are, God, send us. Here we are, God, fill us, fill us. We want to be one with you. And I thank you, Father, for in Ephesians 4.13, that we will come to the unity of the faith, that, that Christ in us will become a reality, God, and we'll become one with your word, and your word will become one with us, God. Would you, would you hide us under the shadow of your wings, God, as we abide in you, as we abide in your word, God? Your word would become one with us, and we would become one with your word, God. We love you, God, and we believe. We want to be people who believe. We want to be the believers, God. We want to be the, 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 um, the, the fiery ones. God, we want to be ministers that are flames of fire. God, we want to be Elijah. We want to be Elijah, God. We want to see and ride on the chariot of fire, God. That we would ascend the hill of the Lord. God, give us clean hands and a pure heart. Cleanse us with your word today, God. God, that we would return back to the old man and the old way of thinking, God. But you would, we know that you've provided this for us. That this is our inheritance, the inheritance of the saints, the ones that are, 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 are flowing in the righteousness of God. We love you, Jesus. Become one with us. Show us and teach us your ways. And we just yield ourselves and submit ourselves to you today. And we bless you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. If you've been inspired by this message, we invite you to partner with us by visiting storehousedallas.com forward slash give.